What's up, bitches? It's DT. What's up, hoes? It's Letty. And welcome back, guys, to episode 16, calling this one Stress to Blessed, because it has been one long fucking week. That Uh, fucking has been. Jesus, I went from uh, stressed out to almost evicted. We're back on track. We're not out of the woodwork yet, but... You know, things are looking up. Uh, Letty, how was your weekend? Well, I mean, I had a great weekend starting off. I mean, I went to the fair with my daughter. We had a good time. And then yesterday, I don't know what the hell happened. I just got in my head and I was, yeah. it all went downhill. But I'm back and I'm ready to get going. It's awesome, man. I mean, it's just, it's, I feel like it's just one of them weeks. Shit just goes bad. You know what I mean? I, everybody has bad weeks. It's all about just toughing it out, toughing the through comeback. it. Like Kinsley, she just runs laps and, and, and doesn't worry about it. <laughs> the world but guys we feel like we got a great show for you um won't be doing ready set vape or story time this week but we will be bringing in the new uh sports segment we are have decided to call it showtime sports hell yeah i like that name i'm glad letty liked it so uh we got something huge we're gonna be talking about on there Uh, we're just gonna dive right into it letty who you shouting out this week my shout outs this week they're the same i gotta thank my daughter ruby she pushes me my little six-year-old old sassy mini me is what a lot of people refer to her as (laughs) my friends mo ben all you guys at work i mean y'all helped me a lot especially this past week especially yesterday you know me just being in my head y'all helped me out a lot there my family i mean i love them to death i mean without them i wouldn't be here and you guys who listen i mean we appreciate the support and everything dt who you got by the way guys i'm sorry i've been messing with this soundboard uh i'm shouting out my family as always i was feeling so down god dude i just got in that depression hole we all sometimes get into and man my fiance she really made me feel a lot better you feel like it's your fault sometimes with things and which it's it's tough you know i gotta thank them they're beautiful love them so much uh gotta thank letty man we killing the game right now guys episode 16 dude 16 we're almost to 20 we are we almost are by the way guys facebook live we're gonna shoot for episode 20 because i we gotta get a webcam oh yeah we have to mine on here ain't working as always drama brian she uh helps the show so much uh though drama we haven't talked to you a lot lately but she's always here if we need her and uh she's over working with those gangsters at her business socialpoint24.com check them out small business big business that you're getting over charge if you want good packages at a very cheap price definitely check drama brian out at again socialpoint24.com you want to talk to her further go hit her up at her gmail socialpoint24mail at gmail.com drama we thank you as always and we hope you're doing good and hit us up quit being fucking lazy <laughs> we love uh, you. But Ke- and Kellen Kelly, man, gotta thank Kellen. Thank you, Kellen, for inspiring me to do this podcast and always believing in me and saying I'd be good on it. And last, everybody that listens to the show, thank you guys for the support. Though we are small now, one day we will be big. Ain't that right, Kinsley? Oh, now she quit stopping. <laughs> okay, but that's gonna be it for shoutouts, guys. Uh, again, thank y'all for the support. We always gotta give thanks to you guys. Oh yeah. And today on Same Bullshit Same Different bullshit. Day. Man, we got a lot to talk about. We do. Lady. Where do we begin here? Let's start out talking about, Letty, tell them who's coming to Greenville. All right. Well, guys, for all of you 
who likes some good rap. Well, say decent rap, fun rap, fun rap. Uh, if y'all find yourself out and about Saturday night and don't know what the hell to do, Afro Man is coming to Greenville, Tennessee at Rio's. It starts at between like nine or ten. Uh, I'm I'm excited because yes. back in middle school, like I'd be singing this song on the bus with like seven of my other middle school buddies, and the teachers would get so mad as mad at us on field trips because we didn't censor that shit. Yeah. But there was too many of us to suspend, so yeah. it was always great. And so get your Colt 45s and two zigzags, because baby, that's all you'll need. And head on down to Rio's, and <laughs> you can sing that with Afro Man, because that's what I'm excited for. <laughs> yeah, guys, they're going to be at Rio's Bar and Grill the 18th, August 18th, that is, at, uh, we, we think, 9 or 10 p.m. Yeah. So go check out Afro Man, dude. He, he It's actually so crazy that he's coming to Greenville, because we never get anything fucking cool here. We don't, and... One thing that blows my mind the most is one of my good friends, Isaiah. I grew up with him. I've known him since kindergarten. And he gets to open up with him. And it's going to be so crazy knowing that someone I went to school with and have known since we were five years old is going to open up for one of the greatest, I guess, fun rap. I don't know what the hell to put Yeah, dude. Yeah. Afro Man's classic, man. He is a classic. And he gets to open up for him. And I looked, I seen him the other day at Walmart. And I was like, hell yeah, man. I was excited for him. I can just see these country motherfucking rednecks around here when he starts talking about banging the girl from the KKK. <laughs> hey, what the hell is this? What is this? Don't talk talk about my family who let this fun guy come to greenville <laughs> how fucking dare you we don't have fun around here we ride horses and listen to hank williams <laughs> god help us we got we had a really a big topic we're gonna save it for last guys I, something you all know me i'm 37 and uh Love Fortnite, and as sad as that <laughs> that alone Nothing sounds, wrong with no, that, man. I know, I know, but I catch a lot of hell from my fiance. But uh, <laughs> anyway, something that I thought was so crazy, you know, the skins on the game are, let's be honest, they're not cheap. Some of them no. maybe, but they the, the good skins I'm talking about. You know, skins are huge on this game. It's a big part of this game. Oh, yeah. But two in particular I'm going to talk about that I, I'm sorry, Epic Games, uh, you all are going a little overboard here. This is a little ridiculous. One, called the Blue Bomber skin, you literally can only get this skin if you buy, it's a, a PlayStation 4, now I don't know exactly which PlayStation 4 Plus, whatever the hell it's called, but it's three to four hundred bucks. Damn. So the only way you can physically get this skin is to buy that and get the bo in the box that comes with the fucking code and i've seen the skin i wouldn't even really pay 50 dollars for this Damn. 20 dollars. i i don't know i wasn't a big fan of it maybe some people are but we all i've noticed different people got different tastes and what kinds of skins they like then the other one and this is the newest one now i ain't gonna lie this skin is dope but the only way to get this uh now android is finally getting fortnite yeah so so, of course, they hear Fortnite. Let's go partner up with uh, Samsung. <laughs> so, the only way to get this skin, and uh, granted, uh, guys, wait till it actually comes out. Don't be like these other idiots and go ahead and buy, I believe it's the Galaxy S4 tablet or the new Samsung uh, Note 9. And uh, they are $1,000, 800 Jesus to $1,000. Yeah. But if you go buy them now, I'm just letting you know the skin isn't out yet. So, you might as well wait if you're, I, I don't know who the hell would do it i know none of my friends would i mean come on i just feel like this lady this is a little overboard that is 800 to a thousand dollars just for a skin that does does nothing i think it should be if somebody chooses to purchase these 
Yeah. Okay, maybe you release the skin early to these people. Oh, yeah. That I get. But then release it to everybody that uses a Samsung Galaxy. Yeah. Maybe let them get it eventually. They're starting to get a little greedy. Yeah, that, I is, feel that, like. that is a little greedy. I mean, they make, what is it, 100 to $300 million a month. I mean, do we really have to do this? <laughs> I mean, is this necessary? But guys, I don't know. Let me know if any of you all play the game or know somebody. I mean, let me know what you think. If you had it, would you pay this for Skin. I don't know. I've seen a couple YouTubers do it, and uh, I just thought it was so funny because they're like, <laughs> oh, guys, we're getting ready to unbox it. We're getting ready to... And then it ain't even out it's yet. It's like, it's not out <laughs> yet. I gotta wait. But guys, uh, the the last thing we're gonna talk about here on Same Bullshit Different Day, we gotta go round two. Spoozy two, mister, I'm gonna stay off social media, YouTube. Uh, claims he's no longer a YouTuber, by the way. What is he? I don't a know. I've, you know where I've seen that? him? Yeah. I've seen him on YouTube. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, he's made just these random appearances on certain people's videos. Uh, they had one guy on uh, Hollywood Fix. It's a uh, YouTube. This guy was basically, I, I was just waiting on him to get down <laughs> and start sucking Fousey's dick. Oh, my God. I mean, he was fueling this. Like, people don't understand when Fousey starts going on these crazy rants like if you're talking about god's helping you do something and then you follow that up with you're threatening somebody okay that's not god helping you do no, anything it's not. that's what we like to call going on a crazy rant oh yeah well now he's at dj academics you know dj <laughs> academics yeah. apparently he called him before the july 15th whatever the hell that i don't know that shit show yes shit show there you go and he wanted DJ Academics to help him. Now, he's claiming DJ Academics said he would, and then he kind of lied to him. And then after July 15th was a disaster, he started saying that DJ Academics ran a story on him, how he lied about knowing Drake and all this. Uh, Fuzzy Tube, that's because you fucking lied about knowing Drake. Yeah, you made eye contact with a dude 20 <laughs> yes. feet away, and apparently that's knowing someone. Yes, and DJ <laughs> Academics, if you hadn't seen this video, You've got to go back and watch it, Letty. DJ Academics goes in on this dude. It is hilarious because he's like, look, dude, I never said I would be there. He said, I told you I wouldn't be there because he's on that show every Sunday, every day struggle. Oh, yeah. So he couldn't be there. And he's over here talking about helping people, giving them 5000 He's like, if any of you motherfuckers want $5,000, go hit up Fousey because he's claiming it's God <laughs> and all this. And he's like... Yeah, of course all these people's going to be backing you up and vouching for you because you're giving them five racks. Oh, yeah. If you give me five grand, I'll sit there and I will feed you all the bullshit you need to hear just to keep your damn ego up there just to keep giving me money. That's what kills me. Well, then he proceeds to, F Fuck you, DJ Academics. I'll tell you, you a bitch, you and your whole crew and all that. And DJ Academics is like, Okay, you're from Jersey. You telling me you're going to pull up on me. and t He's like, No, you won't, Fuzzy. <laughs> no, you won't. I don't know. Boozy Tube one minute's talking about God. Look, when you help somebody, Letty, you don't throw up in people's face that you help somebody. Oh, God, no. I actually had a friend one time say this to me, talking about how he helped my brother. When you help somebody, you don't throw in their face about helping no, them. No, you don't. You do it no matter what happens uh you don't want anything in return exactly and it kills me man how people throw in people's faces about helping them i don't oh, know yeah. what do you think oh yeah i mean when it comes to helping people you gotta do it out of the kindness of your heart that yeah. or you're just doing it just for the bragging rights of helping someone that's not right exactly. and with Fousey, he's just batshit crazy he i is. mean he really is 
the videos I've watched where he stands up there and, yeah, whenever he went off on uh, Sam Pepper. Yes. God, that motherfucker, I would have I decked him. Yeah. I would have decked him right in the mouth, been like, well, I guess God's going to help you with your broken teeth now. Yeah. And I would have left. Yeah, well, Sam Pepper's a pussy. Yeah, he, he is. Do that. I think he just, he's laughing it up and thought it was funny. And, you know, it's like people don't see the bigger picture about this guy. And it just leads me to believe, man, I'm going to tell you something. Sam Pepper said, he said, look, man, I'd rather have people around me that hate me than people around me that say that they're my friend knowing good and fucking well they're not. They're oh, exactly. just taking advantage of me. You exactly. know what I'm saying? And that's true. I would rather be by myself than to have fake-ass people that would let me go around. I mean, he goes, every video you see, this dude is off on a crazy-ass rant. Oh, yeah. And if you just sit there and listen, he contradicts himself. You can't talk about God and then start cussing and threatening to beat somebody up. Oh, yeah. I can't stand people that throw the religion card and turn around and cuss. And I, I, I'm sorry, I've been to church. I've never seen people in there cussing and then threaten to fight somebody and then still try to talk about how they love God. Exactly. You know, God doesn't care if you go give some kid five grand. No. And if you do, he don't want you to go tell the world about it. You oh, just yeah. do it, man. Yeah. And he claims he's off social media, but he's all over social media. I mean, <laughs> when does it end? And, and it kills me that these people, you know, really, we shouldn't even be talking about it, but it just kills me. It's just something I felt we had to speak on because people keep giving this guy a platform, man. Oh, they do. And whenever, what is it? It's in August is his second show, right? It's supposed yeah. to be sometime this month. I guess oh, yeah. we'll see whenever yeah. it flops. We'll see if he either disappears or tries to make another damn one for like three months from now. Going to be like a Christmas bash for all we know. If he's going to do it again, he's already telling the location. So right there, you're going to oh, get yeah. some prick that's already waiting. I don't know. Maybe he could switch it last minute. Now he went from stalking Drake. Now he's saying J. Cole. He's reciting J. Cole lines, talking shit to people. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. If I'm his friend, I'm like, <laughs> Fousey, listen, we need to talk over here. Oh, yeah. I would have uh, slapped some damn sense into him by now. Yeah, and these ho that Hollywood fix guy, I mean, dude, he was just polishing his balls oh, the whole course. time. It's like, dude, please just shut up. Probably and hoping he could get about five, ten grand off of him yeah I'm, yeah exactly he was probably <laughs> hoping he get yeah there's five grand at the end of this interview but guys i don't know if any of y'all followed this story i promise you it, it is entertaining it is entertaining best. also a little embarrassing some of the stuff is so bad i gotta turn oh it yeah off. but let us know what you guys think are you going to the afro man concert if you play fortnite would you pay that much for a skin and let us know what you think on fousey tube's crazy ass because make no mistake he's he's insane he's he is insane but, uh, <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the highlighted bander artist of the week letty who you got this week all right this week i have a special band for you they're still panther now if you don't know who still panther is they are probably one of the greatest comedic bands in my opinion it's probably a close-up between them and bloodhound gang yes bloodhound gang bloodhound gang is pretty great too all right a little bit about them they're an american comedic glam metal band from los angeles california mostly known for their profane and humorous lyrics as well as their exaggerated on-stage persona that reenact the stereotypical 1980s glam metal lifestyle and that is true because i've seen videos of them all their music videos and all that but yeah they uh they tend more towards the 1980s glam metal and I guess that what turns me on to them a lot because I grew up with a lot of them like older metal bands because of my dad and whenever yeah. I was first introduced to them by my daughter's father I was blown away I would listen to them for like three weeks at a time and then finally find something different to listen to the members are Michael Starr 
Satchel, Lexi Fox, and Sticks Zadinia. I guess that's how you pronounce it. Mm -hmm. uh, the three songs I got for y'all to go check out. The first one is called The Burden of Being Wonderful. And it is one of my favorite songs by them. It's probably my favorite song by them. It goes on about basically being self-conceited and seeing yourself as the most awesome person in the world. And sometimes I like to think that about myself. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a song everybody can enjoy. The music's great. The damn vocals are great. It's just an all-around good song. Puts you in a good mood. My second song is probably their, I guess, love song. And it's called Community Property. And it talks about how, you know, his heart belongs to this woman, but his dick is community property. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's actual lyrics from the song, by the nice. way. And it's one of them. It's a slower song. It's a great song, though. I would recommend if you listen to it, don't listen to it around older people or younger kids because you don't need your five, six-year-old running around saying that their dick is community property. Yes. <laughs> My second song I got for you is the first song I ever heard by them, and it's called Death to All But Metal. And this song, it shit talks all types of music. They shit talk from the Goo Goo Dolls to Eminem. Pretty sure they mentioned Jay-Z's name in there somewhere. And it just basically talks about how shitty music has gotten and that they need to bring just metal back. And what they mean by metal is, you know, like 80s glam. They start singing about older music and shit. But it's one of them good songs. You sit there, as soon as that guitar riff comes in, you know you're going to have a good time. Even if it's just a shit-talking uh, track. But I can't help but agree, <laughs> man. Like, I, I, I feel like rock has really kind of got downhill. shit on. And I've argued this with, with a friend of mine that likes rock. But he's like, man, rock's more popular than ever. I'm like, yeah, maybe underground. Yeah. But let's be honest, we need it in the mainstream. Oh, yeah, we really do. I just would like to do how much you got paid. I bet the 90s to the early 2000s when rock was still pretty huge. I'd almost bet the pay. I don't know if it's it's probably a little more, but I guarantee you it in as much as we probably, probably not. Think, I wouldn't. Know. It wouldn't even surprise me if there was a a, a freaking drop off. I wouldn't doubt it either because I mean, like that song says, I mean, music has gone downhill. It really has. But always, death to all but metal. I mean, a lot of it, a lot of it just sounds the fucking same. A lot man. of it really does now. You got DT. I got one of the classic, probably easily my top. Man, I, it'd be hard not to put them in my top three, top five easily. Snot. Oh uh, man, I haven't heard them in years. Rest in peace, Lynn Strat. This is a great band that I really feel like had Lynn not passed would be still huge today. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were a big part, like, when I was younger and skateboarding. I loved... My brother actually turned me on to Snot because he was into, like, no effects and a lot of the punk bands. Oh, yeah. And I remember one time he's like, man, listen to Snot. I said, Snot? <laughs> Snot? You know, I was into Unique Names, so already oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, like, shit. Hell yeah, man. Gotta check these guys out. And I wasn't disappointed, I'm telling you. I don't know, man. I always have had, like, a special connection to Snot because I remember Deftones was big when I was coming up. Corn was a big part of who oh, I yeah. listened to. Re really, the Deftones kind of set me into where just starting playing music. Yeah. And, man, when I heard Snot, I was like, I want to combine these two and i just want to fucking jam hard but pretty much not is an american metal band they were from santa barbara california god i hate talking about them past 10 formed in 95 the band released their only studio album get some with founding vocalist lynn strat in 97 
and disbanded after his death in 1998. Now, they have got back together with a guy, Brandon Espinoza, because they kind of formed back in 2014, and they called it Tons, Snot yeah. Backwards, and they kind of played the whole album, and dude, they, oh God, it brought back so many memories. Hell yeah. I mean, Lynn Strat was a one of a kind. He's easily top five vocalists that I love more than anything. I just thought he was so unique, because he kind of had those vocals, like where it was almost rappy, but metal, yeah. metal type rap, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then his scream was just so awesome. Pretty much, man, I mean, I had to pick three songs, the whole album, first album, Get Some. That whole album's good. Now, I know the, the actual song, Get Some, there's kind of different versions, Get Some Keys, Get Some yeah. of These, and you know, you got classic songs like My Balls, Your Chin. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a dog that he, he loved this dog so much, and actually, when he got in the car wreck that ended up killing him, the dog was actually with him. God, I can't think of the dog's name, man. He was like such a huge part, but let me go ahead and give you the members other than Lynn. You have guitarist Mike Doling and Sonny Mayo, bassist John Fayenstock, and drummer Jamie Miller. I love the way Jamie Miller plays drums, dude. He he reminds me of a, a mix between like Animal and uh, Morgan Rose from Seven Dust. Like, oh, yeah. I love, and his drum playing is just so fucking unique. It's kind of got that jazzy metal. I'm like, how the fuck is he doing that? The only drummer that I, I would think is more unique than him would be Danny Carey from Tool. If you watch any of their videos live, just check him out, dude. He's dope. They were actually on Geffen Records, which I remember Geffen was huge back in the day, man. I mean, they really were. It just sucks, man, that we can't get that music We nowadays. can't, and it, it kills me because now my daughter's got to go back and listen to all this from me, and she won't get the experience it growing up herself. Yeah, it's like you don't even know what's genuine, what's real anymore. There's yeah. an auto-tune and all this dumb shit. A lot of the good musicians, most of them, you you really gotta dig to find them when they do come oh, to yeah. the surface. They're overshadowed by some... Shitty-ass song. Yeah, some horse with their titties out talking about, oh, I love guys and sucking random cocks. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, I mean that's, that's, that's pretty accurate, okay? I mean, that may not be a direct lyric, but that's what they're really meaning, <laughs> But anyway, guys, three songs that you definitely got to check out. Again, the whole album, you won't be disappointed if you're into this kind of metal. It's old school, but it'll forever be in my heart. I know that. First one is Snot, self-titled, uh, where they start out with a classic line. Say something for the record. Tell the people what you feel. Guy says, fuck the record and fuck the people. <laughs> And then it's just chaos from there oh, on, yeah. I love it. Next one, Snooze Button. Another good one I will mention I didn't put on here that I'll, I'll kind of put right there with Snooze Button. It's called Stupid. It's another classic. <laughs> and Get Some. The reason I like Get Some is there's a part in this song where he says, The God I have denied, his power is shown. You just get a lot of deep lyrics in that, and it kind of starts out with just this slow, just steady beat, and he's kind of just, like I said, got that freestyle metal type. Oh, yeah. oh, God, dude. Check it out, guys. I promise you, Snot is a great band that will forever live on with me. I'll, I'll be fucking 90 listening to these guys. Uh, they, they have so many good songs, and their potential... I mean, they would probably be on their 10th album now. Oh, yeah. Like Deftones and Korn. And, oh, hell yeah. I, now, I know they were going to do a second album, and when Lynn passed, I know the guys took a bunch of famous musicians, and they did 
the songs that they oh, would yeah. have done on there, like Jonathan Davis was on it, Corey yep. Taylor. Definitely look that up. Steel Panther and Snot, two great bands, guys. Definitely go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Oh, you will not be. I assure you, trust me, we're music experts. We know. <laughs> I'm playing. Paging Dr. Douchebag. Letty, do you mind if I... Uh, this one I'll let you take the reins on this one, DT. Yeah, we got some exposing to do. This may, seem, again, seem petty, but you know me, I'm petty. Petty AF. Uh, but I felt like this dude had to be outed because even though this is a place that I go to every time, it's, it, it's a local tire place here. And I go here every time I need a tire. This dude has always seemed cool to me, but then again... This situation is not about me. It's about somebody that we've, me and Darcy, become good friends with. You know, I mean, you know, we don't hang out with a lot of couples. Yeah. But this chick and her her boyfriend are really cool. It was the other day, actually. Darcy and uh, our friend Vanessa, who this is about, and their kids, her kids, went to this tire place. She needed tires because I just went, and she's, you know, I told her about the place is what oh, yeah. sucks about yeah. this. So I didn't know this was going to happen, though. But she goes, pulls up to the place, and she's like, hey, how much would it be for four used tires? Well, right off the rip, it should have just been 100 bucks. This dude tries to overcharge her off the yeah. rip, I'm assuming, to set this up. They're kind of talking, and uh, he goes... 120 but if you show me your tits i will go lower so she didn't really know how to take that was like ah no that's okay yeah. dude she loves her boyfriend so of course she's like nah i'm good so this asshole not only says it once she goes to actually pay the guy later on and he says hey you sure you don't want to show me them tits oh my lord this enraged me because my fiance could have went in to pay and said oh, all yeah. that and i know vanessa old man talked about going down there now I didn't really hear what happened. I mean, he was, he didn't fucking call. He was going to go down. Oh, I don't there. blame him. I would have went down there my damn self. Normally, we don't say names on here, but it's the owner of Green Tire that's <laughs> near Greenville High School. And I'm sorry, guys. I don't usually throw names out, but dude, that is really shitty to do yeah. to somebody that is fucking degrading. Yes. And I'm going to tell you something, guys. Around here, a lot of these, because of drugs, a lot of these younger chicks that were just feeling desperate, that didn't have a lot of money, went to a lot of these sugar daddies. Yeah. And I feel like it's gotten out of hand because now it has made these old, creepy motherfuckers just think that they can just say that to any chick they want now, oh, thinking yeah. that they're like that. Yeah. And that's why this enraged me because she's not like that. And and it really made her feel uncomfortable, like didn't know what to do. And she had already dealt with an incident at work, some asshole coming through the drive-thru, hitting on her. So it's like, this guy, just because you run a business, and I mean, it's tires. This motherfucker act like he had some big cl <laughs> Gucci clothing line. Like, show me your titties, I'll give you a thousand dollar dress. No, you have used tires, dude. <laughs> Like, stop, man. No girl is going to show you titties. Oh, God, no. Titties for tires. Titties you know? for tires. Nobody's going to do that. And, I mean, I'm laughing about it, but it really did piss me off for Vanessa because she's a damn good person, a damn good friend of ours. She's helped us out, you know, here lately quite a few times. 
And it just, it's really fucking sad. Oh, it is. And especially because you sent them there thinking, you know, hey, they're going to give them a good deal. And yeah. all of a sudden you get this creepy ass old man saying, show me your tits. You know, no one wants that shit for, on their reputation. Hey, hey, hey show me them titties. You got them there, prick. C cups or D cups. I mean, dude, it makes me mad to the point where I don't know if I want to go there because I know he'd do it to my, to my fiance. I oh, mean, yeah. who else has this guy done this shit to? Like, I don't know who to contact because he owns the place. Yeah. And let's be honest, he's probably some little bitch. He'll just lie about it. More than likely. Yeah, and they've pulled a lot of shady shit. That's a whole nother story. I don't know. For that, owner of Green Tire, I believe your name is Steve, and I will find out your name. Uh, we're on an exposing tour today, baby. You're my <laughs> douchebag of the week. Letty, who you got? All right, well, mine goes to a group of people. Well, as I mentioned earlier, me and my daughter, we went to the fair Saturday. And one of my favorite things at the fair, because when you grow up in a little town like this, you look forward to the derby. Yeah. Everybody right. loves watching them damn cars hit each other at decent speeds because, you know, there's mud every fucking where. You yeah. know, everybody likes it. Well, I went there and I was supposed to meet up with a friend. Well, some shit happened and they wasn't able to make it. Yeah. I ended up running to an, uh, a friend from high school. We hadn't seen each other in a few months, so... I was like, well, I don't have anybody. Can we just sit with you? And she's like, sure. Yeah, it's cool. So we sat down. We was catching up. And somebody who she was with, he had broke his leg. So he was in a wheelchair. But we're on the grass because, you know, we can't make it in the stands. And we really can't go up to the top of the hill in the damn little grass area. We're sitting there. We're watching. They start wetting up the track. And all of a sudden, everybody starts coming in. And they all stand right in front of us along the fence. And I'm sitting there thinking, you guys can't see this guy, this like eight, ten year old kid in a wheelchair, and y'all are just gonna stand there. Well, uh, I'm guessing it was his mom or something went and got a couple of workers there and, you know, tried to get people to move. Well, they moved for about ten minutes, and then once the officers walked away and the, um, the staff that was working there walked away. They get back in the fucking way, and it pissed me off so bad. I couldn't even go through the first round of that derby. It, what about the guy in the wheelchair? He, he couldn't, couldn't see. see. I told him, I was like, so hey, they man. seen the guy in the they, wheelchair yeah, there and still did it? Yeah, you could see the kid in the wheelchair because he was right there next to uh, these, like, I guess you could say offset stands. They weren't the actual stands, but they were like some extra ones. Yeah. We were sitting right there beside him. I was sitting on the ground. Everybody else was sitting on the ground. And, yeah, they just stood there in their way. And then you had a bunch of, like, older people in, you know, wheelchairs, and they can't really climb up the hills or get in the stands, so they brought their own camping chairs and shit. And, yeah, they all just stood in the fucking way. Yeah, it made me so mad. I started yelling. My friend told me, you know, we, we both started yelling. And I look at her, and I'm like, listen, I was like, we got to calm down. I was like, listen, I'm going to take Ruby to go ride some more rides. I hate that I won't get to watch it all. I was like, if you want me to, I was like, I'll tell him to fucking move and we'll just wheel him right up to the damn fence so he can actually watch it. Yeah. Well, I think they ended up doing that, but I was too mad and I told her I had to go before I ended up getting kicked out of the fair. Yeah, no shit. Oh, I yeah, but, you, man. That's bullshit. Oh, yeah, that, that group of people, I don't give a fuck. I mean... I understand wanting to watch it, but if you look back and you see a kid in a wheelchair because he's got a damn cast up to his damn knee, yeah, I ain't going to stand in the way. Yeah, you guys are a bunch of fucking douchebags, and y'all ruined the derby for me. <laughs> All right, we're on to the Urban Dictionary urban word of dictionary. the week. Mine, it's actually kind of funny because I don't, I don't smoke pot anymore, but when I did, this actually is so funny because we've <laughs> all done this. Hard times, call for desperate measures. My word this week is roach roll-up, which means when you roll your leftover roaches into a fat, lumpy, disgusting... <laughs> disgusting pieces of joint. Not a real joint and should be treated as much. Uh, <laughs> hey, example, I kind of just made this one up short and to the point. Damn, we out of weed. 
time for a roach roll-up. I'm proud of that. So oh, if yeah, you man. don't like that, Good job, fuck BG. you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's short to the like point. If you don't like it. Then... No, it was funny because we've all done it. What's your word this week, Liz? All right. Mine's not really a word. It's an acronym. And everybody knows someone who will, I guess you could say, leave a conversation for a second and then come back in whenever they get talked to. But my acronym is WTTCA. And that stands for Welcome to the Conversation, Asshole. <laughs> and this little example or whatever you want to call it, it says, think about it. Someone just isn't paying attention and you have said something a hundred jabillion times. We all know someone like this, so the next time I'm talking to one of y'all and y'all nod out, I'm just going to say WTTCA and just walk away. Damn right. You nodding motherfuckers. Wake <laughs> up. <laughs> but guys, we are on to our new sports segment that I'm so excited about. I've been looking forward to this. I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge sports guy. And though we really haven't dove into it a lot on this show, we are going to get caught into it. Letty may not be the biggest sports fan, but she's willing to adapt and be a part of this. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, so today, uh, we're calling the segment, by the way, Showtime Sports, which I think I, I'm glad we agreed on that again. So today on the new segment, we're going to talk about one of the biggest UFC MMA fights that many are saying it's going to be the biggest one of all time. It was announced at the 25th anniversary fall... UFC 25th anniversary fall press conference, along with many other fights... That we will, uh, I mean, we were going to kind of go in, but there's just really one in particular other than this main one. But they had a big press conference. It was the 25th anniversary. And usually they do this, uh, you know, once a year. Usually it's like International Fight Week. If you're a UFC fan, you'll know what I'm talking about. There was a lot of good fights over a lot of different cards. And one in particular is Nate Diaz is finally back. Uh, A lot of people hate Nate Diaz and his brother Nick. I love the Diaz brothers i love their style they're fuck you let's fight they come forward they're just ready to brawl against dustin poirier who's on fire that's one fight that i'm really interested in a whole lot then at the end of the press conference they drop a bomb they're like all right roll this and 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 i pretty well knew what was coming we got khabib narmega madoff the eagle against conor mcgregor mcgregor's back he's been gone two years and i'm gonna tell you something this fight is going to be the biggest one of all time and i truly believe now we all have had predictions we'll get into that later letty i know you know who conor is you kind of dove in a little bit who khabib is it's pretty much wrestling against stand-up yep it's going to be a very interesting fight now there's a little beef that has led to this pretty much a guy that is in conor mcgregor's camp and if you know conor he's loyal to his friends oh yeah he is he he has a group of guys and he's loyal to the fucking end that about conor i will say despite all this shit talking and everything he's loyal to his friends he had a guy named artem lowball he's kind of come like a meme of the camp of the the ufc but he's russian kind of like khabib well i guess artem had kind of said some shit about khabib being a pussy well, they had met oh, at, at a UFC event or a fight. And uh, Khabib kind of came up, smacked him, said Ooh. some shit. Well, this pissed Connor off to where they were loading on the buses all the UFC fighters for the card coming up. Connor comes out of nowhere with like 20 motherfuckers. Oh, shit. Throws a dolly through the bus window. 
trying to get Khabib to come off. He ends up getting arrested from this. I mean, of course. Yeah, and I thought this was fucked up on Conor because a few fighters weren't able to fight on that card because of that. Because glass hit him in the yeah. eye. And man, it was a big fucked up ordeal. Now, a lot of people are saying Dana White, who is big in the UFC, you know, he's a dick rider for yeah. Conor. But I mean, Conor's made the UFC really brought it more to the limelight. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have old stars that have got it to where it is, but Connor has really boosted it and brought it more into the limelight. Oh, yeah. And he's made them a lot of money. And Khabib, this guy's undefeated. Nobody's beat him. He basically gets them down and just beats the shit out of them for five rounds. And the scary part is he's talking to them the whole time he does <laughs> it. And it's so demented. Oh, yeah. And, and just hard to watch, man. And my thing, you know, I think a lot of people think Khabib's just because nobody's been able to stop him. He's just going to go in there, take him down, and beat his ass for, for five rounds. And, and here's what I'm going to say. I, for one... Am going for Connor. I think Connor can take this fight, but I think that if this goes into the later rounds, because Connor's known for gas, but though he's been away for two years, I don't think Ring Rust is going to come into play, and I think Connor's going to surprise a lot of people. Like, I don't think Khabib is just going to come in, take him down every round, and beat his ass. Now, I do think there'll be takedowns. I think Connor can survive. Now, fourth, fifth round, I don't know. Khabib's going to come in, he's going to think that that takedown shit is just unstoppable. I think he's going to get a little cocky because yeah. Connor's good at keeping people at range and I think that left hand's going to come in. That's my prediction. I think Connor's going to knock him out. I'm going to say the second round. I mean, lady, I mean, I know you're not really familiar, but kind of what you've seen. From what I've seen, because before, you know, I was sitting there looking up highlights from what Khabib's done because I've yeah. watched Connor fight a little bit. Yeah. If they keep him on their feet, I see Connor winning. Yeah. Because, I mean, from what I've seen just from Khabib is his, you know, he's got a wrestling background. So his his ground game's pretty strong. Yeah, I see takedowns happening. And I'm actually kind of excited for this now since I've watched Khabib yes. wrestle. Yes. Um, whenever it comes, yeah, I, I could see Connor winning as long as he can keep Khabib on his feet, coming in, knocking him out. If it goes, you know, past, like you said, third round, he, he will be gassed. So. Yeah. If Connor can knock him out before the second round, I'll give it to him. If it goes past the second round, I could probably see Khabib getting him, especially yeah. with takedown. But if you had to pick, gun to your head. Gun to my head, I'm going to say, I'd say Connor before, knockout before the second round ends. I can't tell really? you which round. Second, so you're saying second round yeah. knockout too. All right, all right. I'll I, go with I it. I feel that. I feel that. I agree with you. I think it goes on. And my buddy Ben, I know he likes UFC, and I know he's probably heard of this. So, Ben, let us know who you think, buddy, because I know you heard about this shit. But, guys, that is a huge fight. If you all are going to be tuning in now, that is UFC 229. It's October the 6th. There's a lot of other good fights on there. We got LaFleur versus Martin. Now, I'm not familiar with them. Uh, Landsberg versus uh, Kunitskaya. We got Pet Anthony Pettis' brother fighting for Miga. And we got St. Peru versus Reyes. And one that I really want to see, Michelle the Karate Hottie Watterson versus Felice Herrig. That'll actually be an interesting because Michelle Watterson's hot, not just the titties and ass. She'll knock <laughs> your ass out. You know, she's a very good fighter. Now, she has been a kind of, I think she's one and two her last three fights. So, I, I really would like to see her get back to winning because she, she's a great fighter. I think this is going to be a huge fight. Oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking two million pay-per-view buys. And I know the UFC, I don't even know if they 
they've got half of that. I think this is going to be a. I think this is a fight that has to happen. I think the storyline leading up to it. I'm interested to see the press conferences. That classic Conor McGregor mental warfare. Oh yeah. I can't wait, guys. Let us know who you pick. Me and Letty have Conor McGregor again, second round knockout. Oh yeah. Now. This week. Oh God, it's the battle of the who's got the best selfie platform. <laughs> selfie war. You guys have probably taken pictures and posted on both of these platforms. This is two huge social media. Oh, what would you call them? Picture selfie giants? That's, probably, that's, yeah. That's what I put. Yeah. On the internet right now, man, this one's going to be interesting because, again, I'm sure we both use one or both of these. Today, my friends, we have a battle between Snapchat and Instagram. Now, a lot of you guys know that Instagram actually was purchased by Facebook. Yep. But guys, I have found a website that has six different categories, and then it kind of has a final outcome. So this one's going to get interesting today in the Thunderdome. Now let the battle commence. All right, Letty. So uh, this site is blog.hubspot.com. It's saying now this one is related to businesses so we'll just kind of spin it our way whatever you want to call but the first category is audience who do you think wins lady instagram or snapchat i'm gonna say instagram because i know a lot of people use that a lot you're right instagram wins big time when it comes to numbers along with 500 million daily active users damn and you know instagram a lot of people calling it hey hit me up on my ig up on that gram, yeah, yo. On that, on that gram, yeah. On, on that, that gram. Let me get that gram, bitch. Let me get that gram and then follow me on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram <laughs> has an audience almost three times larger than Snapchat's, which Snapchat has 187 million. But you've got to keep in mind, Snapchat hasn't been around that long, so that's no, not that not, bad. It came out when I was still in high school. I want to say my sophomore year, so it's been around since, I, what, 2012? Yeah. Quantity is the only thing. 45% of Snapchat users are between the ages of 18 and 24. That's interesting. And the group spends an average of 40 minutes per day on Snapchat. Damn, I didn't know that. I'd believe it. Yeah. Next, category two, we have filters. Filters. Come on. Instagram. You, no. Well, of course, yeah. yeah. Snapchat. But say, but say, please don't tell me that it's Instagram because I know Snapchat changes their filters yes. every day. Yes, although Instagram has tried to create nearly identical filters to Snapchat. Shame on you. Come on, Graham. IG. <laughs> IG. Snapchat's filters are still unbeatable. Oh, yeah. I'll repeat that. Snapchat's filters are still unbeatable. Snapchat is especially unique when it comes to filter animations. If you use the dog filter on Snapchat, then you should just smack yourself in the fucking face. Please. Please stop <laughs> with the dog filter. It's cute on kids, not yes. on an 18-year-old dude trying to look tough. Yes. Please stop. <laughs> Category three is stories. Stories. I like Snapchats. I'm going to have to go with Snapchat. Uh, Insta this one's, it's got Instagram on here. Again, this is just their oh, opinion. Yeah. You know. In terms of design, there aren't many big factors that separate Instagram stories from Snapchat stories, but there's one critical thing to note. When you begin viewing one person's Instagram story, you're seamlessly transitioned to the, into the next person's story unless you click out. That's interesting. All right. Category four, advertisements. Instagram. And you would be right. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Undeniably, Instagram advertising is growing, according to Clear 
the amount of ads on Instagram grew 28% within six months in 2017. Damn. Holy shit. Category five, campaign reach. Instagram. Nope, Snapchat. Oh, shit. As we mentioned in the previous section, Snapchat is more expensive than Instagram, but it could be a better use of your money depending on your budget and desired market. So we'll just kind of relate this to the podcast. Six, discoverability. Discoverability. Like uh, how you get discovered, you know. Uh, Instagram. You're right. I'm sad to give that to Instagram. If I'm complaining, damn, you're good at this shit. You always, <laughs> you, when we do shit like this, you always get them right. If I'm contemplating following a business on social media, I need a preview of their content before I commit to follow them. If the business is good and they offer quality content in their images and stories, I won't be able to resist. That's true. Exactly. So some final things to consider. Although Instagram won four categories out of six, there are still a few major things to take into consideration when choosing an app for your business. First of all, 95 million photos are shared on Instagram daily. So 70% of posts are never seen. If you think content overload might overshadow your business, consider using Snapchat at least supplementally. Oh, yeah. So all that considered, I use Instagram more. I like Instagram, to be perfectly honest with you. A- am I really big on either one of them? No. I don't really use either one whole, whole lot. If I look at overall, like, let's just say we're grading it on which one's cooler. Yeah. I think Snapchat's cooler. Oh, yeah. I agree, because I'm, I'm team Snapchat. Ever since I got the Snapchat app, I have been on Snapchat yeah. probably for about four years now. Yeah, you, you've you been using it oh, for a man, while. Oh, man. I love Snapchat, especially... Some of the updates been kind of iffy with me. I mean, yeah, I've gotten used to them, but some, especially the way they did their stories. At first, it was harder for me to find the stories because, you know, sitting there, I'll just click on their name and it'd pop up. Now you got to, like, scroll to the side and yeah. look at the ones you've not seen. But they've cleared that up with some of the uh, updates they've done. Now, Instagram, I'm not too familiar with. So, of course, I'm going to go to Snapchat. Yeah. I've been on Instagram maybe a year, and I've only got, like, three photos up there. So that shows you how much I use it. Now, I know Instagram's big and, like, rap. A lot of the rappers use it. There's a lot of famous people, much like how we compared Facebook and Twitter. Instagram is kind of like the Twitter, but for pictures. You yeah. get what I'm saying? So, but I do understand that, like it said, 70% of the posts are never seen. So, you got to kind of keep a lot of that in mind when you're trying to build your brand. You kind of got to go Instagram, really. I mean, just yeah. because it's more out there, more known. I don't know. I guess it's just a matter of which one you use more, which one you're more comfortable with, which one you can operate better. I just use Instagram more than I do Snapchat, but I like Snapchat. So I don't know if you got a gun to my head. I like Instagram. Gun Uh, to my head, Snapchat all the Snapchat all the way. Especially whenever I'm sitting there driving down the road, a throwback song comes on. Yes, I'm messing with my phone and driving. Don't judge me. We all do this. Somebody's getting a damn filter with a fucked up face of me singing this song. Hell yeah. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, guys. Now it's been one of them motherfucking days. I tell y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days. It's time to have a rant. It's fucking rant. It's rant time, baby. Uh, today's rant is actually an, an, an interesting... I was actually going to throw this one on the douchebag before I remembered that one prick again. Steve at Green Tire over in your Greenville High. Uh, fuck you. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Here, let me show you my titties, followed by a left hook, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit, uh, son. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like... 
Today's rant is about the man, the myth, the legend, the on-the-rise streamer went from a couple thousand here and there to millions. We got Ninja. Now, this one's a particular interesting rant because Ninja, married man, simply said that he would not collab with other female streamers or YouTubers, and he has a good reason why, so we'll go into that and more today on Let's Have a Rant. Let's rant, son! So let's rant. Um... That's so fat, but break down this today in the Thunderdome <laughs> on the fucking rant. Uh, but anyway, so basically Ninja was just on a stream one day playing Fortnite like he, you know, normally does. And he just basically got a donation and I think somebody had said you should collab with uh, other female. There, there's a lot of big female streamers yeah. right now. Valkyrie, Hokimane, a lot, of, a lot of good ones. Now, the man loves his wife. Yeah. They've been together a while. Jess, I think Jess Ghost is what she goes by on something. But anyway, he just simply said that he wouldn't collab. Well, I mean, man, people have run with this saying he's fucking sexist. He's, he's, oh God, he's got something against. And all the guy, you know, said was he just didn't want to collab. And his reason is, okay, let's say I'm collabing with a female streamer. Let's say we share a laugh. Something he said there's going to be some assholes that take it, clickbait the shit out of it, say that I'm flirting, and that yep. is not fair to my wife, so I don't want to risk that. Oh, yeah. He has every fucking right to do that. He didn't say, oh, I wouldn't collab with any of those whores. Yeah, it's not like he said that because I can see where he's coming from because on the internet, you share a laugh with somebody, you have one little moment and you're automatically getting shipped. If you don't know what getting shipped means is they automatically, they'll take both your names, put them together, basically trying to get a relationship going. I see that a lot. I yes. see that a lot on YouTube, especially when you got two people and the audience knows that they're single and they, yeah, like you said, they have a laugh. They have just one little moment. They're automatically like, they need to be a couple. It'd be so cute to see that. And then, yeah, it's not fair to his wife. And I really can't blame him for not wanting to collab with women. And that's coming from a woman. Yeah, it, it cracks me up because of how quickly people just took this and ran and, and said it was sexist. But... I really like how Ninja handled it. He wasn't a dick about it. He wasn't yeah. a prick. And one guy's like, I think his young audience needs to be expected. Look, the guy has a young audience, I'd say from average age to 8 to 15, a lot of really younger guys. If they want to see that, they can go watch these other female streamers. Yeah. This man has built a brand. He's went, for, I mean, he's worked his ass off oh, yeah. to get to the, what's he got, 16 million plus subscribers yeah. now? Oh, yeah. They, it's up there. They kept saying 10 million. I know he's got more than that now. So he's chosen to kind of make his stream a little more PG. That way he can get a, a you know a broader audience. Yeah. Guys, he's married. He's married. That's all he said. He didn't say, hey, I don't want these whores on here so that my wife sees it. He was very respectable about his decision. He just kind of casually said it. Yeah. He even followed up enlightening these morons. And said, you know, hey, I think there's a bunch of good female streamers. Oh, yeah. It, yeah. It's just crazy how people are always trying to do what I like to call bad guy somebody. They just got to have some kind of controversy and be fucking negative just to get that story, to get clicks on their fucking website. It's like people are just so quick to sell their soul anymore. Oh, they are. Like, it blows my mind. But look, don't take... This dude that has worked his ass off, don't take him down with you. Oh, of course not. Because he, go ahead. But so yeah, he's been Fortnite's been out what a little over a year now. Yeah, about he, a year. he got his audience, you know, as broad as possible, and then you come in and you start saying he's sexist because he won't play with other female players, basically. 
Yeah. And if someone, you know, wanted to get them views and basically slander his name, all you gotta do is throw in a clickbait thing on YouTube and just being like, um, Ninja won't play with females, and then you're gonna ruin his reputation. Yeah. I mean, it's that simple, and... I, I just don't get what somebody has to gain. Like, don't don't destroy and shit on when you know good and well the guy just simply said, out of respect for my wife, yeah. you know, I just choose not to do that. It's nothing personal against them. It's nothing. And to be perfectly honest with you, look at Twitch. It's full of just fucking whores. It is. That are practically, I mean, let's be honest, That that is the closest thing you get to a cam girl in moving on to porn. Yeah. I mean, Basically. titties hanging. I mean, I got on there one time and thought I was on Pornhub when Damn. I realized it was Twitch. Let's be honest. Come on, man. And it, it's just sad that a lot of these people grind and a lot of these gamers and Ninja, you know, he caught that break. Yeah, a lot of these guys don't. And they go out here and work their ass off and then just some whore gets up and bends over and has her titties out and they're going to rack up donations. You want to do that shit, take it to Pornhub. And I don't blame Ninja here. I no. think he had every right. It's justified. He wasn't malicious about it. So everybody just take it down. I know, oh God, we had some drama for a second. We'll get a few clicks on our site. Shut the hell up. Up. Leave the guy alone. I mean, he's married, dude. He's showing respect for his wife. A lot of you motherfuckers out here now need to take notes here. Oh, yeah. Learn, learn from him, damn it. This is how a relationship works. You yes. respect the other person. You do something. Say you don't want to collab with female streamers because of shit that can start. Yes. And just leave it at that. Leave the dude alone. Let him respect his wife. Watch his Fortnite video uh, streams. If you don't like it, go watch someone else. Yeah, exactly. It's and not it's that a, hard. It's as simple as that. I mean, this is what loyalty to your, your significant other is, guys. It's that simple. Oh, yeah. But, Letty, you got anything left to, uh, left to add? To add on that, leave Ninja alone. He's respecting his wife. Respect his decisions. He's not being sexist. He's not being dis discriminatory at all. This is coming from a female. Yeah. A female who highly believes that people should, both genders should be treated equal. Yes. But if that's his decision, respect it. Yes. Because he's being respectful about it. Like DT said, he didn't go up there and say, I don't want to play with these whores. I don't want to play with these bitches. He didn't do that. Leave yeah. the dude alone. Enjoy your Fortnite. If you want to watch titties, either go to Pornhub or find one of them damn cam girls that's on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. And it's that simple. I mean, the guy's worked his ass off. Just like I said, if you just got to look for the negative and out of anything, you need to reevaluate your fucking life. GTFO. Yes, exactly. Well, guys, that's going to do it for episode 16, Stress to Bless. We'd like to thank you all for tuning in. Hell yeah. Letty, what would you think? Great show? Yeah, I think we did pretty damn good. Let us know what y'all think of this show. Yes, and guys, always, if you like us, please like the show on the like the Podbean, like the Facebook. Let us know your thoughts. Leave us feedback. You know the usual. And please share it with your family and friends. We would greatly appreciate it. Hell yeah. For episode 16 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, if you can't say anything nice, we will gladly say it for you. <laughs> <laughs> we out. Peace. Peace.